me ask you this, Len. Len, Len, let me ask you this. Leonard, <laughs> Leonard, I'm going to ask you a question. Let me yes, ask you Jonathan. this. When you see news for Avatar, the movie that's coming out, do you also, like me, get really excited because you're thinking that you're talking about The Last Airbender? Because that shit was dope, but then you get sad because they're like, "Oh, it's they're talking about the green, the Fern Gully movies." There have been, there has been more than one time where I feel like, "Oh, oh, ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yep, yep." Because actually, because then one time they announced that they were thinking about revisiting the series, yeah, Avatar, and I was like. I remember them making a series of that stupid movie. Oh, it's the last. Oh, oh <laughs> in reverse. That's nice. Yeah, man. I was just uh, I was on Newsarama and I saw that someone got um, cast for Avatar, and I got real excited. And then I went, "Oh, it means the blue the blue people movie." Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. That's a sad, stupid thing. I know. I liked that movie when it first came out, and I, then immediately didn't care. I thought it was. I, I didn't like it, mm -hmm. but it was one of those things. Okay, I get the spectacle of it, mm -hmm. yeah. but the story was like it was like Fern Gully. Yeah, I've seen this. <laughs> I don't know if I went Fern Gully, but <laughs> I definitely went. I've seen this story before. Pocahontas, perhaps. Hi, Len. I'm Johnny Destructo. Hi, Johnny Destructo. I'm the Bat Tribble. Thank you for joining us here at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, 4327 Main Street in uh, Philadelphia. Maniunk, to be precise. They would have yeah. you think it's a, a city into itself. It's a street. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we are here. We do it live on Wednesdays. You're more than welcome to join us. Um, I guess that's it. Is that the end of the show? Have we, have we covered all our bases? What do you want to talk about? Uh, we have we have letters. Oh, we've got letters. We've got lots, lots and, and lots and lots and lots, lots of letters. letters. Maurice Poplar hit us up. Mo pops. Comment on Falcon as Cap. Oh, spoiler alert! Jesus. Well, it's been three weeks. Jesus Christmas. I mean, the movie's made close. Is it made like um, over two billion? Right. No, I think it's 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 made two point eight billion because it it overtook Avatar. My goodness, the Last Airbender. <laughs> Yes. Oh, look, it's Brandon. Hey, it's Brandon. So Brandon, yay, it's Brandon, has been upset Is while, while the mics were off. Wasn't he giving you some sassafras about, look at me, don't take any of my recommendations, he blah, blah, blippity blap. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was. So Brandon. To you, I say, there is a difference, because he's, he, he's a little salty that I take your recommendations, but not his. You Where take everyone's recommendations. I take literally everyone's recommendations except Brandon's. And the reason that is, is because people will recommend things to me that I did not know about, A, or B, um, uh, haven't tried, right? Right. So they say, no, no, you should try that. that. That is good. Brandon, when you recommend a thing to me, you say, JD, you have tried this thing, A, B, and C, and you have decided you do not like them. My recommendation is that you watch them until you like them. So that's the difference. Watch give the examples. I will give you two. Please Dr. Do. Hoomst. That's one. And uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's two. Now. <laughs> no, I, we're do going down the list. We're going <laughs> okay. down the list. So, <laughs> Doctor Who, one. Doctor Who has so many different doctors and varieties and changes and everything. I have watched... All of the modern doctors. You have not. I have watched an episode from each of the modern doctors. You haven't. I what have. Was, I watched the, one of the I Frankenstein episodes. What's the what's Frankenstein episode? The guy looks like Frankenstein. 
Do you mean the forehead? That's um. Mark Mark knows what I'm talking about. He's Matt Smith. Matt Smith. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, the one I actually am legitimately interested in because I like him as an actor. Peter Capaldi. No. Okay, David I haven't Tenet. watched it. I haven't watched it. David Tennant. David Tennant. I like him as an actor. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the first of the Lady Doctors. So what about Christopher Eccleston? Oh, I watched that too. The uh, I got to the end of the episode, and then the dude got swallowed by a um, trash can. A, well, a, a recycling bin. Right. And I went, nah. I'm what good. was the Matt Smith episode? Oh, I don't even know. That's okay. how little I care, Brandon. I feel like that doesn't. To me, that's like saying. There's 22 Marvel movies. You watch Thor The Dark World. I don't like Marvel movies. No, that's saying I watched Thor The Dark World, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Thor Ragnarok. Or no, I, I guess that wouldn't be different because there's two Thors in there. And uh, Ant-Man. And then decided I don't like Marvel mm. movies. It's more like Thor The Dark World. It's like watching like the worst <laughs> of the movies. <laughs> well, you, wait. How are they the worst of the movies? I literally watched the best of that show, Doctor Who, the Blink episode, right? That's right. the one that's... That's the one you liked, though. Yeah. So but I still did not like it enough to continue. I guess so. We're going to number two then. Okay. Agents Le- of S.H.I.E.L.D. You, yeah, I keep saying Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, Agents Which you Shield. liked, and you said you were going to keep watching. I watched the first episode, and I got halfway through and gave up because I didn't care. And then they did the um, Winter Soldier tie-in to the, the Winter Soldier, which mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, now we're getting somewhere. And then I watched that, and I thought, this is great. And then I jumped into season two, and that was started off real great. And then it started getting into the Inhumans, and I don't care about them. And I really don't like that sweaty actor. Who's the, who's the dad? It's like Quake's dad. He's real sweaty and moist all the time. He was in oh. Twin Peaks. Oh, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. But he's, he's not on the show anymore. He's an actor I don't like, and I don't care about the Inhumans, so I gave up. I mean, what else you got for me? Nothing much, because you don't take my recommendation. I haven't recommended <laughs> either of those shows in months. I'd just like to point that out. Oh, oh, and Archie. I never recommended Riverdale. I'm sorry, Riverdale. I've never Riverdale. recommended Riverdale. <laughs> I specifically know you wouldn't like it, so I never recommend Riverdale. Oh, shit. We have fun here. We have a good time. Hi, Len. Welcome through? to the show. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, what's the name of the show? It's Gutter Talk. That's the name. Gutter Talk. I'm Johnny Destructo. I'm the Bat Tribble. And with us this week is... Yay. Oh, Kelly, we need you. Oh, yeah, it's Brandon. Kelly's here. Kelly Riley, Penny Pretzel. (laughs) Kelly Kelly made me a song, everyone. Yay. I'm not singing it, no. Oh. So, Kelly, while while the mics were off, let us us know that while she brushes her teeth, she just says Brandon's name. She dreams of Brandon. She sings songs about Brandon's name. How How does the song go? His name is Brandon, Brandon. Brandon Jackson shorts. Oh wow, this is pretty. No one you sees <laughs> as Brandon as he. <laughs> His name is Brandon. Brandon. Brandon Jackson shorts. He is the Brandon. See, they'll do all this, but the they won't Brandon take a single recommendation. Me. That's beautiful. Is that how it goes, Penny? Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> I like how we all call her Penny, even though her name is not Penny. No, I it's call Kelly. her Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> You what? have a special name? No, I want a special name. You want a special name. You have a special name. It's I feel Penny like Penny's Pretzel. Penny's pretty pretty special. That's yeah, pretty good. On <laughs> oh, this show, you're gonna be Penny Pretzel. Yeah. All and right. You don't have a mic, so you can't say anything about it. So hey, I offered, Penny. I offered her my mic. She doesn't want it. Mm, she doesn't want Ooh. your mic. She doesn't want your mic, Brandon. She'll sing your song, weird. but she won't talk into your mic. She'll sing songs of praise to you, Brandon. Hey, Len, do we have an email? Do we have any letters? I believe we have letters. We have one letter. <laughs> <laughs> ones and ones and ones and ones of letter. It's from Mo Poplar. Mo Pops. 
comment on the Falcon as Captain America. Spoiler alert for <laughs> a movie that's made three billion dollars. Yeah. Well, this this choice gives them the writers plenty of room to grow, plenty of story. You get some characters developed, and they uh, have some place to go. I agree Don Cheadle has much more leading man charisma, but Anthony Mackie as a future quote-unquote overwhelmed captain intrigues me. Hmm. I kind of don't want to see another capable Captain America. The origin movies seem to rush the characters to competence. I love to see things breathe a bit. But is Falcon going to get some super serum? A power suit? I'm kind of scared for the dude. Is it me or do the next ranking of Avengers look hella black? <laughs> black Panther? Black Captain America? Black Iron Man? War Machine? Black Thor? Valkyrie? Oh. Black Captain Marvel? Monica Rambeau is an, uh, is an adult in 2023, right? Doctor Strange and Bucky? Possibly Black Widow? She has a movie coming out. Yes, this is a bit of a straw man comment, but it's interesting. Yeah, I like it. I'm Mo into popular. it. Way to go, Mo Pops. I guarantee you, uh, Valkyrie and Monica Rambeau aren't going to be in the Avengers. Just putting that out there. Here's the thing, though. I they She's there purposely, right? There's no reason to include um, Maria and Monica Rambeau in the Captain Marvel movies at that period in time. If they weren't going to include Monica as an adult, right? I think she'll show back up, but I don't think she'll be in the Avengers. Yeah, I don't you think don't think be. she's going to get powers? I think that's. Probably, I think I think very much that could easily just be fan service. I think she'll get powers. Oh. I just don't think she'll be in the Avengers, specifically in the Avengers. Would you? Let me ask you this: Would you like Monica Rambeau at the age of what twenty three, whatever, um, to get powers to be part of the Marvel MCU, like as either Photon or? Um, Spectrum, so wh whatever she becomes. Mm -hmm. um, one, I wouldn't want it to be full time as Spectrum because I hate those names. They sound like 1970s television. Spectrum's even worse. Yeah, um, I, I guess it wouldn't be it wouldn't be bad if they actually really did something seriously. Well, that's with I'm, her. That's what I mean. Well, but I mean, like, like I wouldn't want her to just get powers, but then she's either incapacitated or dead by the end of the movie. Right. Because you know it would happen in whatever the next Captain Marvel movie is. Holy shit. I'm sorry. I just Googled Monica Rambeau aliases. So oh. there's a bunch we know of, or that I knew of. Let me say that. Captain Marvel I knew of, Photon I knew of, and Spectrum. Right. What I did not know was Pulsar. Oh, yeah. Daystar. Mm -hmm. Scepter. Lady of Light. Monica Marvel. And Sun Goddess. Well, I don't think she ever was called Monica Marvel. Some of these might be from like sometimes when you get aliases, they're from like TV shows too. Oh, uh, so. you might be right. Or, you or might and be like, right. And like nicknames, people. Yeah, or like alternate gotcha. universes. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure she was never Monica Marvel. My thing is, um, I totally think she'll get powers. I don't think she'll like. I don't think they'll ever like include her in anything serious. Make her like a oh, prominent. Man, I, yeah. I also, think they, they have a, they have a really good opportunity here to take a well, yeah. a character and really build them up who. Maybe isn't the most popular in the comic books, but those movies have a way of taking C B and C list characters and really propelling them to the forefront. And I think they have an opportunity here to do that with like a character that not a lot of people know about. Yeah, but they won't. Yeah, because they're what they're going to do. They'll big up. I mean, first of all, they'll big up 
uh, Falcon and Bucky, War Machine. It, well, Falcon and Bucky as much as they can because they they've got the television series yeah. coming. Um, War Machine. I honestly don't think they're going to do anything with Don Cheeto. I think he. I think without. Nah, he's without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Without Tony, he's pretty much going to be sidelined. Maybe he'll show up in the background or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I think they're going to big up, you know, Doctor Strange for the next movie. Black Widow is coming out with a movie. Who knows what the hell is happening with that? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Something tells me for some reason she's going to find her way into as Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um. And then they're going to mind their their uh, their their roster, Marvel's uh-huh. roster, and they'll find some they'll find some other, um, you know, white to pump up into a movie. Uh, what was that word you used? White. White. What? What? I think I actually think now that I think about it. I think it's possible she'll be on the Avengers in Phase like eight or whatever. Like I think she'll be the next Falcon, where she'll be like a sideline character, and oh, then in their next they, big thing, they're not going to do if they if they you're, you're still talking about Monica Rambeau. Yeah. If they shift Monica Rambeau and make her just another Falcon, oh no. No, I think he means thematically, not Falcon. Oh, not like okay. a Lady Falcon. I think. Oh, oh no, I mean a like character okay. like Falcon. She'll be a side one, a sidekick yeah. to Captain Marvel. She'll definitely go by Photon because that's what her mom had on her plane. And then at some point, I like she'll Photon. be in the Avengers. Like she'll that. be like in an Avengers movie as a sideline, and then she'll get pushed up to the. the also, big looking at this, I don't know who drew, drew drew this, but her outfit is dope. Which which outfit? She's got the the white and black spandex, With and the then coat. and then the the trench coat on top. Hmm. I think that's really cool. Oh, is that when she was in the um Ultimates? Ultimates? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Real cool outfit. Oh, that's uh, another thing I've recommended. That neither neither of you checked Ultimates? out. Ultimates? Yeah. I oh, did no, check it. No. I checked out Open. You yeah, talking about wanna... um uh what's his Al name? Al Ewing. Al, Al Ewing. I checked it out. Yeah, man. Mm. I'm actually uh, I have a hold of it now. Mm. So look at that. Yeah. And how I don't... much have you have you read? Um the first issue. Yeah. To be honest, I'm I checked it out. I don't think I checked it out at your recommendation. I remember. Of course not. I didn't, I didn't either. But of course not. Yeah. No, no, because I, I think it was before, maybe even before I, I knew you. Mm-hmm. So I, I had already oh, checked it out. Cost you. I'm sorry. That one. Which she one? Had the droopy wings. That's a terrible costume. See, you know what? That one depends on the uh, that on the artist. You're talking about because you're looking at her, her original Captain Captain Marvel yeah. costume, like, and that really was of its time. Yeah. So it was like think of like the Spider Man web armpits. Like that was dumb. And oh, then I see always it in the... loved those. Oh. Yeah, but that's that it is dumb. But then think about it in the movie, it's awesome. Well yeah, in my head they were there for gliding, and so when they used it in the movie, I was like, Oh great. For gliding. Perfect. Right. right. Um anyway, I, I what I'm saying is I would like to see Monica Rambeau Rambo actualized as an actual character in the in the I hope they didn't just do it as fan service of like look here's a little girl here's her name and then we're going to jump ahead 20 years and not use her like in I Captain said, Marvel 2 at least I, she'll probably get name checked or something like that but I don't oh, see them doing much with her all right I, don't, I, I hope don't. you're wrong I, I hope, hope I am wrong. too but you know um so did we were there any questions in the Mo Poplar not really okay so uh, thanks for the email Mo yeah man it's awesome so we did our email. The big thing this week, the all the hubbub and hallyboo. That's not the word I'm looking for. Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. Um, ballyhoo. I took hullabaloo and ballyhoo and made 
a different word. Uh, Game of Thrones. Hmm. Is everyone here caught up on Game of Thrones? I am. I am. Kelly? Do you care about Game of Thrones? There okay, we go. Cool. Mark, are you caught up on Game of Thrones? Uh, I've never watched it. Great. Cool. So, uh, a lot of people... He's as caught up as he's never... As uh, he's going to be. Yeah, he's never just, watched it. Um, well, this is fun. Everyone was real mad, Lynn. They were real mad oh. at this Game of Thrones, yeah. the episode, the penultimate episode. The Bells. Oh, was that the name of the episode? Yes. The Bells. And uh, I, while I was surprised at the goings-on, right, Danny's decision, mm-hmm. I can't say in retrospect, I'm, okay, I was shocked but not surprised. I think. Or is it the opposite? I was surprised but not shocked? Because when she did it, I was like, oh, Oh, you're doing that. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, Why you were you... shocked, but you weren't surprised. But yeah, given thought, I was like, no, nah, this all makes sense. I think that I see a lot of people pointing to that as if like that was everyone's problem. And I'm not saying that's that what you're doing, That is a lot JD. of people's problem. Right, it is. But that's not everyone's only problem. Sure. There's other things. Because like, personally, like at first, I had a problem with that. But then I've seen other people's explanation, and I've gotten kind of over it, and I understand how it makes sense. But like my problem, my biggest problem is Jamie and Cersei. I had a lot of problems with their, their every pretty much everything with them in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't love Arya's stuff in the episode. Oh, I loved Arya's stuff. Specifically, yeah. I liked the the running stuff, but specifically the part where she um was with the Hound and like just I guess we're spoiling it when she like turned away. I didn't like that. You didn't like that she turned away, or you didn't like how it was handled. I just didn't like that like she's been on this mission. For years and years and then the hound gives her one speech and, he, and she's like hmm good point i'm out and just dips. see but i don't i don't think it was that because one he's kind of you know talk about you know things that have been seeded through the through the years he's kind of seeded that kind of conversation to her before right but it's only there in the midst of all this destruction where which is brought on by Daenerys basically her her trying to seek some type of vengeance and the uh the hound being on you know at the precipice of getting his vengeance which has fueled him his entire life right it is only there and then with the 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 red keep like shattering all around her that he is able to really illustrate what he means by her like this is going to be your life this is how it will end if you continue walking this path you know what i mean now i i had maybe a little bit of a problem that he waits to get to right there like in the middle of red keep and then like you know there's he's 20 feet away and it's like hey you know what you can go back now but nevertheless i understood i liked him doing that and it felt real it felt heartfelt and um and it made sense that it finally drove home to her and the and the lights you know yeah like for me it made it makes some sense that she would like turn away i just didn't it felt like it was very sudden like, I've, like, I know what you're saying, like it was seated, but I just felt like when she's like, like you said, like 20 feet away from <clears throat> her mission since like season one, 
for her to just decide to turn just felt a little false for me. See, but but again, like like he was saying, the castle was coming down upon her, right? As far as he was, as far as he knew, uh, Cersei could be laying up there under a brick, already dead. So why, um, Arya, are you going to keep going up here? I'm going to go up there because my whole life has been fueled by having this this battle with, with my brother. My, with my brother. I have to do this. I have to have some completion about this. I'm too you, far gone into right. this yeah, obsession. Yeah, but you, this young girl, this is your, your moment. Your dream may have already been answered. You don't know. Stop this path now. Turn away. You know what I mean? It it it, it was. I love that scene. I loved it. I, I thought it was I didn't great. Feel it, I didn't feel it was because yeah, they were they were like going up there to do a thing, but then once everything is falling down around you, and it's like ah, uh, it might be all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he can't. He's he's got to go. Yeah. He's got he's got to go. And then his fight with his brother. Ah, oh, I love. That's it. literally all he has. Yes. It, that, left in his life is this this quest, this you know bid for revenge. That, Whereas that, that, Arya that, has like a family. Yeah, has a had the family waiting for her, you know, like yeah. a, a life, hopes, dreams. Gendry still mm-hmm. probably on his knees, like, but no, really, no. you know. So like, yeah, I, I I dug it. I I thought it was powerful. One of the better scenes. And then when the lights go on in her eyes, and she realizes, oh shit, I've got to run like damn near five miles to yeah. get up out of this joint. Yeah. Like, and, and that whole thing, when they do the, the part where they're editing back and forth between the, the, the hound fighting the mountain and her almost getting trampled running mm. in the streets. Oh my God. I was like, God. don't let this be the end. Don't <gasps> let this be. Because I was afraid like that's how she was going to go out. Oh, so powerful. It was getting man. real close. Um, yeah, I, I love that scene. I think that was great. Yeah. Um, and the, what, did we talk about Cersei and Jamie? Well, you said you had a problem with them. I just didn't like. I saw some. I saw someone. Well, first off, I was on um, to link to another uh, Black Tribbles podcast, uh, Throne of Tribbles. You guys, one of you, the host on there, was saying he thought that maybe Jamie was lying about when he left um, Brienne, mm-hmm. and maybe he was actually going to kill Cersei, and that's how I felt too. And so I didn't really like that. In the end, he was just going back. There was a lot of things. And, and also, like, when um, Tyrion released him, he was, like, think but about... But Tyrion's s- a whole nut. But he was, like, think about saving, like, millions of people. And Jamie was like, I never cared about them. That really angered me because he yeah. gave a whole speech about Before. how he killed the Mad King specifically for the people. Yeah. And, like, but when he said that, I thought, oh, he's just keeping up the front because he's lying to everyone and he's going to eventually try to kill Cer- so when it, at the end it turned out he genuinely was like all on like just for her who was this speech he gave to? Brienne they yeah. were in a bathtub yeah, uh, well, yeah a, a few seasons ago yeah like season like two or three so and he's saying that he killed for the people? No, and he was he was being he was being honest about that. Uh-huh. He was um, because I actually came because I felt the same way. But then thinking about it some more, because um, I actually mentioned it on on this most recent Throne of Troubles that same thinking. Um, but thinking about it some more, um, he at that moment that he killed the king was killing the king for the people, right? He was he was a knight. He was you know he was doing his thing, and people thought what they wanted of him is like well, whatever he didn't he he was doing it for the people because he's 
saw that the the king was mad, but he didn't care what people think thought of him because deep down I don't really give a fuck about you people. Mm-hmm. It's all a, it it at the end of the day it's about me and, and my, my family and my family or yeah. or not sister even, specifically my sister specifically. Um, so when he is with Tyrion. And he says, I really don't care about the people at that point because he's he's just like giving in. I didn't think he was going to kill Cersei. I thought he was either going to try to plead for her to to leave or just wanted to be with her. Seeing that, you know, like she's about to take an L. Yeah. And I want to be there with her. You know, what I mean, I, 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 it's messed up. It's weird. It's twisted. But. The heart wants what the heart wants. Exactly. And that's how I feel about that relationship and how that wound up. There are so many people in real life that are with somebody who they shouldn't be with and they know they shouldn't be with them. Yep. And you have the conversation over and over and over again where they go, I know I shouldn't be with them. I know it's wrong and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to make better choices in the future and yada, yada, yada. And then what do they do? They do exactly the exact same thing that they've been doing the entire time. Mm-hmm. Some people just do not want to change. And if they do, that doesn't mean that they're strong enough to change. Right. So him going back to Cersei, while it was disappointing for me to watch as someone who wanted to see a particular type of story arc where there was a complete redemption. Game of, Game of Thrones does not give you redemptive arcs. Yeah. That is not a show that tries to give the viewer exactly what it wants. Mm-hmm. It does whatever it wants, and if you're on board, great. Yeah. So watching him make that decision, I was like, well, yeah, what did I expect? Right. And if, there, and if there's a, a character on this show that is... Um, uh, more in, uh, like you know, like the poster child of the grays in which George R. R. Martin writes his characters. Mm. It's Jamie, mm-hmm. right? He, he it's nothing black and white about Jamie. Mm-hmm. He lives that line in the grays. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he is the guy that falls in love with his sister that pushed Bran out the window. Yeah. but he's also the same person who became. Best buds and formed a, I think, in his heart, a truly loving relationship with Brienne mm-hmm. on the road that he just ultimately just couldn't give her what she wanted because where his heart lied. Yep. I still think, I don't necessarily, I, I sort of agree, but at the same time, I feel like, like going back to JD's point that like there are people who do this and everything like that. To me, it's like that's real life. And this isn't real life. And there's certain things that. Well, wouldn't you, don't you want your characters, even in your in in in, in your fantasy or in a drama, the, the things that you you watch to be have some semblance, some resemblance of real life? Yes, but I feel like it would also be realistic for him to have been redeemed. Like I feel like there are, there are two sides, and I feel like you can choose which one you want to te- which the stories you want to tell. Right. And I feel like Game of Thrones does have characters like develop and characters get what they deserve. Yeah. And I don't feel like Jamie did. <clears throat> like, like Theon. I think the guy who pushes a little boy out of a window and cripples him, I think he gets what ultimately he deserves. Ultimately gets what he, like he said. He like, like he said when he left Brienne, like, yo, I really, you know. Okay, but then what, I am. what about like Theon? Like the guy who burned two children alive got to die a hero. Like I feel like the, the show has certain characters who we're clearly supposed to root for. And at a certain point, they're supposed to get a, like a better ending. You keep than that. talking about supposed to. Mm-hmm. 
By whom standards? Like, what, what are you talking about? By, like, the standards of just narrative. No. Okay. That, this show does not get. That's exactly what I just said. This show does not give you what you want. It does, though. It never has. It just did with Theon. I didn't want that for Theon. I did. Well, and I feel for, like most people did. No, honestly, for a long time, Theon was one of those people like I did not even care about. I was like, why is he all, just kill him? Right. Just okay. Make him and dead. it was only it was only at the end, only when he finally sucks up the nerve and goes rescues his sister that he left that he really started making his way back. And then it was only at the very end when he is the last man standing defending um, Brian. Bran. Bran. That I said, okay, you, you, you have redeemed yourself, you know, as far as the character. You've tried to, as much as you can, made up for all the good, the bad that you have done. But you're going to die. And he died. I don't feel like he died a hero. I feel like he he died forgiven, maybe, for what he did. You know, maybe to some degree, maybe even absolved. And I don't know if you can be absolved for burning two innocent kids. And let, but, me, let me ask you this question regarding Jamie. Do you think that he was not redeemed? I think he was up until he went back. Now, let me ask you this. Why is it, do you think, that he's redeemed at one point, and then when he decides to go and save his sister, is he not redeemed anymore? Because he's he, already, if you think that he's redeemed at that point, what, is he, what, what does he do to undo his redemption? Does he throw another kid out of a window? Does he kill a bunch of people who don't need to be killed? What is it about going back to save his sister makes you think that he's no longer redeemed? Because for me, the thing that redeemed him was that he realized that the person he'd been with the whole time was not the, was the, was the side that he shouldn't have been on. Mm -hmm. So for me, he wasn't redeemed until the end of season seven when he left Cersei. So to go back, that undoes the one thing that redeemed but him. But he, in the he first doesn't go around killing a bunch of soldiers that aren't his. He literally goes back, fights the one evil dude, gets stabbed a whole bunch, and then goes to rescue his sister. It's not like he joins the sister's side and then is fighting on her side. He literally is there just to funnel her out of, of danger. And I don't think that when he leaves at the end of season seven, he necessarily is redeemed yes he's he's kind of walking his character is kind of like a walking a redemptive path but i don't think he's re redeemed at all at that point at that point he's he is putting on his john snow cap and like yo before any of this stuff goes down we need to handle that yeah we need to go handle that because otherwise nothing else matters mm -hmm. so i need to handle that because if i don't then my family's in danger Mm -hmm. So that's really all he's doing. He, he's like, yo, I got to fight on your side. That's why when he gets there, he's like, yo, yeah, y'all can all spit, cuss at me, whatever. Yes, I got it coming. But I'm here. Yeah. So we're going to get some work done or what? I just don't I just don't think going back to save his sister makes it. I don't think so. Undoes any redemption arc me that neither. he may have had. In, in, in some respect, as I was thinking more about it, that may be the most natural tra uh, trajectory of his redemption, mm -hmm. you know, like trying to bring her to at least whatever side of the angels that he is on, because he's, yeah. he's clearly not all the way on the side of the angels, trying to bring her closer to that. Right. And ultimately, when he can't, he's like, I'm here where I want to be yeah. with you. That's the way I feel about it. Now, if you were going to say that you don't feel like she got her just do. Oh, I, there's a whole ton of people. See now, uh, I was thinking that too, right? I was really upset. I really wanted her to have some big 
uh, murder moment, like yeah. just get just eaten by a dragon, perhaps. Right, um, right, right. Something, something brutal and awful. But Sushan's view has turned me around on it a little bit, where she's such a gross character that she doesn't even deserve that big death. Yeah. She deserves to be down in the crypts, crying and sobbing, don't let me die, not like this. And that's the way she deserved to go out because she's so awful. Now, we are robbed of that sort of the delicious little, mm, mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. got what she deserves. But um, I think as, as a character, that's actually a pretty good death for her because it's so uh, casual. Yeah. It's just, you're just killed by debris. Fuck you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I, while there is a part of me that has the bloodthirsty yearning for mm-hmm. her to go down real rough, it's also a little bit like, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah I was, that's, that's I, a good I, I point. Was, at the end of the day, I was good with it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I think my biggest thing was the Danny burning everybody kind of thing. Because when she hears the bells and starts crying and starts flying towards the Red Keep, I was like, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, she was just, oh, everyone's on fire. Yeah, taking out everybody Yeah. at that point is like, that's to me, that's where the writers let, let her down. Mm-hmm. Because... Whether or not you believe it's been seeded all mm. along the seasons that she had this madness in her or not, people argue one way or the other. I don't. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. But I still feel that in this rushed final season, the flip of that switch came a little bit just too too quickly. Too quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it and I, I I I didn't like that, and I also don't like that because that kind of it sets the scene for them once again in you know the world of fantasy you and I, we don't know cuz there's one episode left rewarding some big dopey white guy who who falls ass backwards into victories most of the time oh you're about john yes oh. and and putting him on the throne now, me myself, I hope Sansa is the one that is, me too. that's sitting at me the too. end of she's, the day. She, I think she's the most appropriate choice. Yes. Um, and I've really grown to like her because over the course of the show, I went from absolutely hating her. Really? And like, like I, like, like I or, get or, it. You've been through like horrible, horrible things. But mm-hmm. it, she's like in the very beginning, she's just really a whiny When she was just a kid. little whiny kid. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. see that. I see that. Um, and then she's really developed into this like badass woman. Who doesn't take any shit? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do want to see. I don't want to see. Like I like John, but I want to see Sansa on the throne. And it, uh, what I thought you were getting at is that John was going to kill Daenerys. I'm hoping it'll be Sansa or Arya. Yeah, I don't think they want to give Arya. I don't kills. need Arya to yeah, have that's everything. That's two real big kills. But yeah, I see what you mean as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Yeah. I want. I wanted her to be good. I, I, you know, when before this switch is flipped. Yeah. I wanted her to be the mother of dragons who's real cool. and If she flies off and just burns the red keep. Done. I'm Loved with her. It. I Loved completely it. understand. Because, yeah. like, yeah, I hear the bells, but the bells do not ring for you, seriously. Yeah. Here yeah. I come. Which is what I thought she was doing. I was with it. Yeah. But then when she started lighting up the whole grocery store, yeah. I'm like, yo. And yeah. then the the other thing about that the episode that I thought was just, like, chilling and great storytelling is that this, the episode starts... With that young mother and her daughter. And then you just keep catching up with them throughout the episode. And then, uh, unfortunately, to that tragic end. Awful. Awful. Now, 
Do you feel like that was Arya's fault? She finds she finds them hiding. They're all hiding. No. And she literally pulls them out. No. Into the streets where they get baked. No, I don't. I don't think it was her fault because okay. I think Arya was was right. Like you cannot stay here. Yeah. Only thing is, I did think that Arya should have um, like. She knows King's Landing like real well, because in season one she was going through all through the tunnels and everything. She knew all the back alleys and everything. It seemed a little weird that she didn't use any of those to get out. That was my only thing with that. Well, I think, I mean, I mean, I wasn't paying that hard attention, but maybe it was like everything that she was going to use was falling apart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was stuff I falling think apart being, left and right, she's and being, she's being pushed along. Yeah, and but, trampled, but yeah, not at yeah. the end. Like at the end, she's running. She's just running where she. I, I don't know. I think that if that happened, then they should have shown it. Well, like in, in various moments, she's literally trying to run someplace, and like you said, JD, she either pushed somewhere else, or she's running just willy-nilly from fire, from yeah. falling de- debris. At that point, and panicking. Yeah, at that point, it's like you're just looking for light. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, where's the door? Yeah. And that's that's where you're going. So yeah, I understand why people are having such strong reactions to the show. I get it. It's 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 not a feel good episode. It doesn't. You don't get that bloodthirsty thing that we've all been waiting for mm-hmm. with Cersei. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a little bit too bloodthirsty when it comes to Danny yeah. stuff like that. Uh, I understand it, and it's not. You know, the thing about wrapping it up nicely is that it makes me it makes it a show that I kind of want to revisit and watch again because then you get to that nice end again. Yeah. But uh, after this episode, I'm like, I don't know if I do want to rewatch all of this mm-hmm. just to get back here. But as as a um, as something as an experience of what eight nine years, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. So, all right. Speaking of Game of Thrones, we have news today that uh, the Star Wars is going to be helmed. The new Star Wars movies are going to be helmed by the cats behind Game of Thrones. What is it? D. Benioff and something stuff? What are their names? Yeah, Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Yeah. Yeah, D.B. Weiss David and David Benioff. Benioff. Yeah. So uh, how do you guys feel about that? I've seen a lot of posts that are like, oh, I guess Star Wars is rethinking this now. No, they're not. Well, now we know why they rushed this season. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering because apparently HBO was like, oh, you guys could take your time. Yeah, you HBO just, was like, dude, whatever I, you You could need. just keep this going. Yeah, yeah, so the fact that they were truncating the show down to six episodes uh, was surprising to me. But I'm wondering now if it's because they're going to be Star Warsing it up. They're going to be Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can understand wanting to play with some new toys after so many years. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I get that. Um, I don't think much of their plotting because I think that once, once they leave the safe confines of George R. R. Martin's books. Yeah. Um, I think the stuff that is wholly theirs, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not as good. It's not as good. It's not as it's not as meaty. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't take its it, it, its time. That being said, their form of writing probably uh, lends itself better to a movie, mm-hmm. which is more plot-driven as opposed to character-driven, especially right. something like Star Wars. Mm. So it might be kind of cool. I mean, I'm, I'm interested. You know. uh, the first film is slated to hit theaters on December 16th, 2022, with the other two installments following in 24 and 26. So thank, So does that mean... They're, are these episodes? 
Yeah, and now here's the thing. I believe their movies are supposed to be prequels because they're supposed to be set back in the days of the old Republic. I don't think we know anything about that. I think that might be rumors. Oh, makes sense. Maybe it is rumors. It makes sense. It makes sense for them to do that. But if I was them, I would want to play with totally new toys and not keep going back to something that's. Well, they've already said that the. You know, these nine episodes are the end of the Skywalker stuff. Right. They have said that. So, yeah. So if we go to a, a different time period, I'm, I'm into that. Yeah, but I but I see, I, don't, I wouldn't want to go back. Mm-hmm. Because even, no matter how further back you go, it, it's still a prequel. I like, yeah. I, I just like more. Move, move it forward. Move it forward. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what Ryan Johnson's going to do. Yeah, if, if they actually continue forward with his plans. That, that, there's rumor now that that this may mean that that's not happening. Right. So. I'm curious. Yeah. Are you guys excited for uh, Rise of Skywalker? I am. As excited as I can be. I'm yeah. not like a huge Star Wars guy, but um, I am one of the few people that I know that like The Last Jedi. I like 75% of it. 25% where they're on, was it Canto Bite? Is that the name of the... Oh, the whole the casino thing? The casino thing. Yeah, okay. If you yeah. just edit that out, Love the whole movie. Yeah, I like top it. to bottom. Just I take out that one that, scene. Yeah, that, that, that it was like prequel level bad yeah, to me. Yeah, it, it ultimately does nothing. Yeah, unless it pays dividends in this next movie that we oh, don't it's know true, of. Maybe, but, but yeah, I mean, nothing. I know, I know the whole film is about failure. Right. So it doesn't bother me that they go to the casino planet and it's a failure. Mm-hmm. It's because um, I love that. But like they're getting ready to get to the thing, and all of a sudden everyone shows up and they're like, "Nah." So uh, I actually <laughs> like that, but it was also kind of boring and bad. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was like all the like the stampede and everything, and this like the fat the quote unquote fat lady singing it was the not opera. Good. It was not good oh, stuff. Terrible, but um. So yeah, I'm I'm curious about um, Rise of Skywalker. But when the trailer hit, I was pretty stoked for it. Yeah, me too. yeah, I'm into it. Um, Brandon, I believe he said he came in and that he had questions. Oh, I mean, I do. It's three oh one. Brandon asked the question. Guys, Len told us we had, he had to leave at three o'clock, so that's why I didn't want to ask doing. questions. You're wasting more time. Then we don't have to do it. Brandon, he's being is, sassafras today. This eh? is why he will never produce a show. My goodness. <laughs> I can do. I got two. Do you want end game questions? Ask your question. Do you want an end game question or a gutter talk question? I want an end game question. Cool. We'll do end game. Uh, What do you think DC could do to get the type of reaction that End Game had? Oh, because good movies. My what I was thinking is like start from scratch. I guess, but I was thinking like even then, what storyline? Like the they don't have. I was thinking their storyline is like crisis. Like they don't have like an infinity. Yeah, you need to start with good movies before you can have a crisis. You know right. I mean? like, but I mean, when they get done, what storyline would you like them to lead up to? Oh, I see. This? What big bad? I mean, I think Dark Side would have been a good one. But I mean, a storyline specifically. Um, that's a good question. Because like what big... I was saying, what I was thinking is, if instead of doing a bunch of solo movies. If they did a bunch of alternate universe movies mm-hmm. and then lead up to a crisis on infinite earths mm. where at this point we've gotten to know these characters from different universes like we got to know the different marvel heroes yeah and then when you do crisis with all the different universes coming together i felt that would have a similar feel hmm. with being different enough yeah it's not a bad idea flashpoint hey of course 
if you just start with a first of all, you need a linchpin into your world like Iron Man was. So you start with the Flash. Mm-hmm. Flash gets you all of that time travel and all that stuff, and then you build to Flashpoint, which is the ultimate Flash story. Um, I think that would be cool. That's the one I would go with. Hmm. That's what I would do. But I would I would throw one caveat into this. I would do Flashpoint. I would do live action, build it into this whole live action world. And then right before you get to your Flashpoint movie, I would do a prequel Flash movie that and we've rewrote the the rules of comic bookdom where he was a teen titan Hmm. so you see the flash is part of the teen titans yeah and that is an animated movie who why the cg movie oh okay I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought you were leading towards something. Just want to see it. <laughs> okay, cool. Just want to see it. Um, yeah, I want more. Speaking of that, I want more Pixar level superhero movies. Or Into the Spider-Verse. That's what I'm talking level. about. Yeah, like just animated, but with a budget. Yeah. Not like I love the DC animated stuff, but I want like budget movies. So, um, yeah, I think Flashpoint's good. I think the problem with a lot of the DC events is that they're all universe shattering mm-hmm. and i don't know if i don't know if you can do universe shattering events like that where you would get new actors and new versions of characters and all that other stuff without yeah. confusing the hell out of everybody because the other big events are all just one character centered either yeah. they're like batman centered or superman centered yeah you know so it's nothing it's not a whole lot of like Anytime everyone gets together, it's like this big crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to, I mean, maybe you could do something like, uh, what was that, Brad Meltzer? Identity Crisis? You could do Identity Crisis, like a big. That's dark. That's pretty yeah, dark. Don't, That's don't dark. do I Don't do Identity. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could skip the sexual assault part, but like, if you had like a murder mystery with the Justice League? Yeah, well, be kind of cool, like too. Yeah, but you got to like build a thriller. Up, so, so build up to yeah. Identity but that's not crisis. even no. I'm just. I guess I would just be one yeah. side. I don't know, man. That's the problem with yeah. It would have to be what they've already done, which is like, oh my god, Dark Side's coming with an apocalypse. They did all that. Yeah, and it was awful. <laughs> they did their big thing. Oh, so. well, what about um, your John, Blackest Night, big zombie movie. I where they live. I guess you could do a big Green Lantern-centered universe thing, right? That's true. <laughs> yeah, that needs rebooting. Yeah, for sure. But what else you got, Brandon? What's your other question? What's your gutter talk question? Uh, one sec. I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, you asked us a question and then didn't answer to listen to the answer. Is that what and you're now you've no, answered your own question as to why you won't be a <laughs> producer. I'd be a great producer. No, you wouldn't. What? This is kind of... Okay. Um, what makes a book like belong to a specific company like what when you think like vertigo or image or dc or marvel what do you think that's a dc book that's a marvel book that's a vertigo book so on Ah. and so forth Hmm, that's a good question thank you well i think it's fair to say in regards to 
image right now, that image doesn't have a house style. Because it's all creator-owned. Yeah. It's almost all creator-owned right now. So image, you know, I mean, there certainly was a time when image had a, had a, a style, but that's far gone. I think the only thing that is even in that style, I would say, an image anymore is probably Savage Dragon and Spawn. That's probably their last man standing mm-hmm. in that regard. Yep, Savage Dragon, Spawn. That might be it. That's it, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so this this guy on Twitter, because, let's see, Chip Zarsky had said something about Jonathan Hickman rebooting all the X-Books, right? And so this guy on Twitter said, The Avengers, a group led by egomaniacal alcoholic, the poster child for the Hitler... Jugend? Jugend? J-U-G-E-N-D? I don't even know what that is. A Norse god who can be brought low by an enemy's opinion. A wife abuser with mental issues and other another alcoholic with an inferiority complex and a temper issue. Oh yeah. Go Avengers. That sounds like Marvel Comics to me. Because that is... Um, yeah. Because my, my response to that is, oh man, when you put it like that, they sound like really interesting characters with flaws and troubles to overcome. You've sold me. Go Avengers. So that That's Marvel. to me, yeah, when, he, when I saw that, I was like, he's just talking about Marvel Comics, which is, you know, these bigger than life heroes who are on the level of human interaction yeah. and yeah. trials and tribulations and all the other things we face. Whereas I still look at DC, even though the the movie universe doesn't look at them like this as big golden gods. Right. Um, the pantheon. The pantheon, for sure. So that's how I, you know, look at Marvel and DC. And yeah, I think Image is just a bunch of little nations unto themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think to a degree, since he, he brought it in, Vertigo kind of fits that as well. Vertigo is maybe a little bit more eclectic um, style uh, as opposed to image um but verticals definitely like you know everybody every man's an island uh dark horse i don't know what dark horse is anymore um and what's the other really big there's i was gonna say kaboom or boom studios that's still very much like you know there's no house there's really no house style Really, the only ones that have any type of quote-unquote house style are the big two, DC and Marvel, to me. Is that it, Brandon? Any other questions? No, I think I'm good. All right. Thank you cool. so much for Sounds joining like us. Sounds like a show. We did it. Yay! All right. Thank you for joining us here at 4327 Main Street. Uh, Len, where can they find you on the internets? Um, well, if you want to follow my little Instagram comic strip, you can go to at Batman's Whiteboard on Instagram, or you can hit me up on Twitter at the Bat Tribble, yeah. and I'm also on Instagram at Bat Tribble or Black Tribbles anywhere you can find us. And you can email uh, the show at JD's Hero Complex at gmail.com. You can um, hook it up on the Patreon at Johnny Destructo, or was it Patreon slash Johnny Destructo? Thank you, Steve Tozen, by the way. Uh, he has been giving, so that's very nice of him. He's the good man, he's mm-hmm. the $6 billion Tribble. And um, and everyone else who gives. And uh, what's the other thing? You can go to cultpopgo.com, click on the bright red banner, and you can leave us a voicemail, and we'll play it on the show and respond to it. So thank you so much, and we will talk at you later. Da-da!